Hello, and welcome to Divine Chaos, the podcast where we are learning to live awake. We're exploring psychological blocks that get in the way, and we're leaning into the divine chaos of this jacked-up journey that is our life. I'm Janine Miller-Delaney, and here is my co-host, colleague in psychotherapy, friend and spiritual sojourner, Ruth Friend. We invite you into this moment in space where we can take some time to release, at least for a while, all of our judgments and expectations of ourselves. Come here into this holy instant with us and just breathe here now and remember you are exactly as love created you. There is nothing you need to do or fix. This is your time to just be and breathe here with us and with love itself. Thank you, Ruth. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to be talking about remembering your light. Yes, and Janine has an interesting question that we're trying to process together. Yes, as a matter of fact, I just asked Ruth, I said, are you having trouble getting your head around this one? Uh-huh. And she said, uh, honestly, yes. Yes. So then we decided, well, maybe we're just going to process this out loud with everyone. And usually our most interesting conversations are when we do that. Right, so we decided not to dissect it any further until we started the podcast. So this could so we'll get really interesting. Yeah, yeah so, so the question I ask is, what if you had no past? Mm. And I've been asking myself that here lately. Like, what if, what if I just arrived in this body, in this life experience, right here, right here and right now, and had no past? What would it mean? And how would life look differently? Yeah, how would I look at the world differently? In The Course of Miracles, there's a, a, an exercise that just basically notes that where you say, I see only the past. So whatever I'm looking on, I'm always looking through the lens of the past. Mm. And when I did that exercise that was quite a while ago, I realized that's true. Every, every situation I come upon, everything I look at, even if I'm just looking at you right here, Ruth, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you through the lens of the past. Mm. There's nothing that I look at, even... You know, we're sitting in my basement. I'm looking at our exercise equipment. I, I see the past. You know, I see times before where my husband and I have worked out together. Or everything I see, I see through the lens of the past. Mm-hmm. So what if, what would they, how would things be different if I weren't looking at things through the past, if mm-hmm. there were no past? Well, guilt. Mm-hmm. I would be totally guiltless. Mm. Which, if there's no guilt, then there's no regret. Right, so I would have no regrets. Be just like a, like you mentioned earlier, like a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just arriving. Mm-hmm. Which, it, which it's so fun to look at life through the eyes of a baby because mm-hmm. they have no past and everything is new and... yes bright and amazing and yes I remember looking in my granddaughter's eyes mm-hmm. when she was first so new and she had like this knowing in her eyes mm. like this joy like I've been 
I know you and I've come from somewhere, you know, that mm-hmm. I still know about. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we'd have no, if we had no past, can you think of, you know, how else you might see your life if you weren't looking through the lens of the past? That's so interesting because it's hard for me at least to even conceptualize mm-hmm. of that. Well, I wouldn't have any self-judgment. Mm-hmm. I mean, because where does our judgment come from? Mm. I'm going to read, I'm going to start off early reading this message that came to me quite, quite a while ago, which I think helps, helps to frame this a little bit. Yes, to clarify this. Yeah. Your natural state is a state of joy, of high vibration and deep attunement to the perfection and abundance that already exists within everything, every moment. It is a state of perfect trust, perfect allowing, and knowing that all you choose to see will show itself to you. All you choose to experience is waiting to be experienced by you. It is a state of knowing you are creating all as you choose to see it and acknowledge its presence. It is a state of recognition of your indelible worth within all of creation within the heart of all that is, all love, all God, all source, all being, all life. Hmm. I love this phrase right in the beginning that says, your natural state is a state of deep attunement to the perfection and abundance that already exists. I think that's what I think that's what you're trying to get at when you're talking about the no no past. If we had no past, we would we would arrive in our natural state mm-hmm. just like a baby. Mm-hmm. Right? There's another quote in the Course of Miracles that says, "In your natural state, there is no effort at all, because your natural state is a state of grace." Mm. So we're living in a state of eternal grace, mm-hmm. like we're always, we're always in grace. So there's no, there's no judgment ever. Mm-hmm. So for you, what times or spaces in your very real life, everyday life, are you able to be in that place of no past? Well, I think we, we've mentioned this before so often. It talks about a willingness to acknowledge that possibility. And you're not talking about denial. Actually, I'm talking about moving out of denial. Okay. <laughs> you know, be, and moving, because it, life as we're experiencing it here, mm-hmm. to me, is denying, like, the truth of our natural state. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So... It's really like so often we talk about when we have moments of awakening, when we have mm-hmm. moments where we come into the realization of our union with with all that is mm-hmm. and and move into that place of pure grace where we're not feeling we're not judging ourselves, there's no guilt, there's no past, then that is that space of of what you know we're just trying to ref- refer to, you know, just mm-hmm. that state of natural joy. Uh-huh. 
So it's like, we've talked about how it's kind of like looking through a different lens. Like we put on a different pair of glasses and suddenly we see things differently. Uh And so those come in fleeting moments for me sometimes, but it really has to do with intentionally asking myself just that question. Like what if today, Mm -hmm. what if I went through today as if I had no past? Mm -hmm. I think too, it's interesting that you said those fleeting moments because I think even though your intention at the beginning of a day is to live as if you had no past, still in our humanness and our ego mind. We pick it up. That's our habit is right. to go back to. Right. So it's, it's those fleeting moments, and that's okay. Mm, yes. But it's kind of like we just like to look through that lens more often. Mm, right. And I'd like to give myself permission more often to approach my day as if there's, Mm -hmm. you know, to approach my day knowing that I'm in a state of grace. Right. And and to try to tap into that awareness more often. Right, right. Which is obviously easier said than done. Yes. So I think that's, that's kind of the... The concept we wanted to figure out, like, mm-hmm. what are some things that we could do that help us to bring us into that awareness? Mm-hmm. Now, for sure, starting a day, starting your day with meditation. Right. Because when we sit in meditation, what happens? What happens for you when you sit in meditation often? O- often, everything gets quiet, and there's, I come into my body, and I... I have this deeper awareness, not of the world around me, but of what is. Mm, yeah, so the, so the thinking mind gets, gets quiet, quiet and lets go of the past, mm-hmm. right? Right, that's right. And it comes much more, we come more fully into the present without the need for the mind. Uh-huh. And then for me, I start to feel the body just kind of let go. Mm-hmm. If the mind lets go. If the mind lets go, <laughs> which is the tricky part, is Yeah, it? if the mind keeps going, then the body doesn't tend to let go. Mm-hmm. Which is why, you know, we've talked about how sometimes just really focusing on breathing. Right. Because that's such a grounding thing. To or a mantra us. or something. Yes. yes. To let the mind begin to settle. Mm-hmm. I do think it's so important to start our day off that way because we have a much greater chance of having those moments of awareness or living in that state of grace. Mm -hmm. Because we get, yeah, we have a better chance of, we tap into it earlier Mm -hmm. and then we're more aware that we want to hold on to that. Right. And, And I may have talked about this before, but I ask myself the four questions, who am I? What are my intentions for today? What is my purpose? And and what am I grateful for? Mm, you have not brought that up before. I feel like we should back up and Ooh, talk about those in more okay. detail. I learned this at the Chopra Center when I went, I believe, five, almost four years ago, I guess. And that has been such a helpful thing to me. And I usually ask myself those questions right after I meditate. Okay, so let's go through them slowly. Okay. So the who am I, for me, is different every day. 
And I never let myself say something that's negative or derogatory. Like instead of saying, who am I? If I wanted to say, today I'm fatigued or tired, I would say something like, I am doing my best or today's a day Mm. to have no pressure or Mm, something. Okay, so you look for a positive. I look for a positive of who am I. And the second one, what are my intentions for the day? More often than not now, it's something like to live in a state of grace or to Uh live from that place of peace and joy Mm. or to be a light bearer. But in all honesty, sometimes it's I need to really focus on getting all these case notes Mm. done. And that's kind of my intention. So my intention is to get all my case notes done. But a higher intention is to just be me in the process. Right. And and bringing that awareness makes Mm. me more likely to live that out. Yeah. And then the third one is what is my purpose? And that took me a long time to come to. I just had to sit with that. And currently I say that my purpose is to be a safe place for myself first and then other people. Ooh, that's a good way mm-hmm. to say that, mm-hmm. to be a safe place right, for to myself. myself. Yeah. It, then mm-hmm. I say I want to be a healer and a lover and a reflection of the character of God, mm-hmm. a light bearer, and to choose love over fear. Mm, that's a lot. It is, and that's come. It's taken a long it's been time evolving, huh? to evolve. I think there are some themes to all of that. Mm-hmm. I guess if I boiled it all down, it would be to live in a state of grace. Mm, yeah, to re- and maybe just to recognize I'm in a state of grace. Right. And then that last one is what am I grateful for? And I always go back and reflect on the day before mm. and think about all the things. That were just that such gifts. For and mm-hmm. To, yeah. mm-hmm. And I feel like when I start my day out that way, I'm much more likely to be looking for those things in the new day. Absolutely. And we see what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. We always see what we're looking for. We do. And we tend to create it then because we're looking for right. it. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. So can you go back? Because I, I'm feeling feeling like maybe our listeners are in the same place I am, like, Say the question again. Okay. Because I want to answer it for myself. Okay. So what was the first one? The first one is, who am I? Who am I? Okay. So for listeners, get a moment to think about that. For me, I'm thinking about like, I am light. Mm. I am an extension of love. Mm. I am who I am. Yes, and for me, it's it, it's different every day. Right, yeah. I'm healing. Ooh, yeah. So for you, often it becomes like a verb. Yes. Right. Yes. It, it, it's never, I'm a counselor, or I'm a mom, or I'm a grandma, because right. those aren't who we are. Those are roles that we live out right. on, a, on a day-to-day basis, but it's not who we are. So it could be either, you know, I'm healing, mm-hmm. I'm resting, I'm recovering, or it could be, I'm I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. It's very freeing because I think it reminds me each day to give myself permission to be where I am and to, to be, be who, who I, I am. am. Right, in mm-hmm. a state of grace without judgment. Mm-hmm. Yes, without judgment. Okay, so then the second question. 
So, so like before we started this podcast today, because we're still kind of foggy from COVID, right? And we don't know how things are going to go. Right before we pressed play, we're like, okay, so our intentions are we just be us, mm-hmm. we just be who we are today, and we no don't have judgment. any expectations. If this is a good conversation, great. And if it's not, then we just don't use it. Right. Yeah. And it's definitely taken a turn that I didn't expect. I know. <laughs> we didn't talk about this at all. Did no. We? So that's my intention. My intention is to just be me or, yeah. And mm-hmm. and I give myself permission to let that be what it is on a daily mm-hmm. basis as well. Sure, it's always going to change, yeah. And I want it to, to be genuine. I don't want it to be just something that I right. say and I don't really intend. I want to, it to be my intention. And I think our intention is just to be real, to not, right. not put on, not pretend we're somebody different than we are. Right. I want to be the same person with Externally, the cashier yeah. that I am in my office. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that, like just the congruence, like mm-hmm. who I show myself to the world to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be congruent with who I truly am within. Right. And I and I think that that question helps me stay in that place of congruence. Right. right. What my intention is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the third one. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? That, ah. that one was really tough for me. I mean, I don't know. Do you feel like without having time to think about that, you could answer it? Well, I think that gets to the topic that I'm coming full circle, kind of like I'm evolving to, mm-hmm. is to re- is to from remembering my light to just being my light. Mm. My purpose is just to be a light. Yes. Just to let myself be the light that I am. Yes. And and however that is. So so that comes without the past. If I'm not judging myself mm-hmm. through the lens of the past or guilt or shame or regrets or any of that, then I can just, that's my purpose, just to be the light that I am. That's so powerful. And, you know, if you think about it, there, there's scripture in the Bible that talks about being a light or not hiding your oh, light. yeah. You know, I think I did that for years. I didn't understand when we were when we were in high school. We did a musical, the Godspell musical, mm. and they talk about you know it's quoting scripture. You know, don't you know hide your light under a bushel. Uh huh. And I didn't quite get it all until I realized that my self judgment is the bushel. <laughs> Ooh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Self-judgment is the bushel. It just keeps us from from letting ourselves be who we are. Mm. And so the more that I've released the judgment and stopped comparing myself or thinking I should be, you know, like that person or that person, mm-hmm. then it's easier to let my light shine. Then you can be uniquely you. Yes. Right. That comes with learning to be compassionate mm-hmm. and loving with ourselves mm-hmm. and accepting which is hard yeah it's a, a process that's a journey and if you haven't listened to our last podcast which was on the para mm-hmm. because i mean the learning to allow ourselves to have our feelings and to bring that to a loving compassionate mm-hmm. you know voice of love itself that's where we we shift, mm-hmm. we begin to allow ourselves to 
just love ourselves through all of our shortcomings and struggles instead of judgment. Because judgment and regret and that living in the past takes so much time and, and energy. energy. <laughs> yeah. To pull yourself out of a place it's of guilt. It's draining, very draining. Mm -hmm. When we live in judgment and comparison, mm -hmm. you know, I have some clients here recently are starting to recognize like living in a constant mode of striving. Mm. It's draining. You just, you don't have the energy to do what brings you joy because you're working too hard mm -hmm. to be somebody you're not. And that striving comes from messages or experiences from the past. Exactly. Yeah. So what again if we had no past? <laughs> I think I'm getting this, this a little bit more. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I think when I ask myself those four questions in the morning, basically that's probably what I'm what I'm trying to say to myself. This is where you are right now. here, right now, today. Right. This is how you want to live out today. Yes, and, and we don't need to go to the past. Mm -hmm. And this is how we live in a state of grace today. Mm -hmm. Did we hit on all four now? I, I think so. We didn't talk a lot about the, what am I grateful for? You oh, know, right. I, yeah. I do want to hit on that a little bit because if you just, we know through brain research that if you say repetitive things like my family, my health, my job, it's, it's not going to be helpful. Because now it's just rote. You're not it's having rote. the felt sense with it. Right, the felt sense. It's just your head. Right, yeah. and that's not the goal. We need the feeling experience of it when we say, I'm grateful for this. Mm -hmm. So so when I think about what am I grateful for that happened yesterday, you know, we had some really good laughs. Mm, yes. We had good laughs as we're realizing, oh, this is... Still COVID brain. Yeah. Right, right. And just some moments of, of joy and laughing last night as we were watching oh, young, yeah. young Sheldon. Sheldon. Yeah. And um, even as I say it now, I can, I can, can feel, feel the moment that it felt like at that time. Or even, you know, on my way here, I listened to a good podcast. So thinking back on those things, oh, I'm so grateful. Yeah, and it that. just feels so good when you can just pull that up and remember mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And it really does change your brain. Research shows that when we do that. Yeah, and it um, it calls up a really good feeling sense within you mm -hmm. that we then can expand upon because mm -hmm. the more we focus on what feels good, the more we allow ourselves to gravitate toward more of that right. in our brains and our hearts and minds beyond more of that mm -hmm. and basically create more of that then right and it's and it's kind of like and I can't remember who was the original one that said this that our brains the the negative thoughts are like velcro or negative mm -hmm. experiences stick to our brains mm -hmm. and become addictive and become addictive whereas more positive joyful non-threatening events or thoughts are kind of like Teflon that they just mm. slide right off. So mm. when we do something like we intentionally look back and we're grateful for something that happened the day before, we're kind of making that stick uh, like the Velcro. Right. And yeah. so the more things like that that stick 
the more likely we are to hold on to other new right positive to gravitate things. toward more of that mm -hmm. I like that I hadn't heard anybody present that in that same way when you when you want to call up something you're grateful for how significant it is to let yourself have the felt sense of it yes yeah like we had a really beautiful walk in the woods a couple weeks ago we went to North Carolina with some friends and for me to call up the felt sense as I, you know, think about being grateful for that beautiful walk, mm. the felt sense pulls up the, the peace. It felt like we were walking into heaven. Mm. And that brings it into the here and now with me. I can yeah. almost picture it when you say yeah. it like that. Yeah. So that's good. That's a good little tidbit to remember how mm -hmm. much we need to let ourselves have the felt sense of the beautiful feeling when we're remembering what we're grateful yes. for. Yeah. Or even being grateful for this moment here, mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for this moment because I think I have a little bit of clarity. Good. So it's starting to click. I'm, I think I'm so. Glad. Yes, we were hoping. I was looking at Ruth and getting a little bit of a blank stare at first. Like, are you following me? Where I'm at with this? Not exactly. <laughs> okay, so I think we've hit on kind of the therapy takeaway. You I know? think so just all four of those mm -hmm. things and and being able to just consider what if what if I had no past what mm -hmm. if I'm not looking at any of this through the lens mm -hmm. of the past and the the spiritual thing maybe that we want to hold on to as we think about remembering our light what would that be maybe Maybe it, it's all one and the same. Still. I think so. You know, just allowing ourselves to consider that we are eternally in a state of grace. Mm -hmm. And so if we're eternally in a state of grace with love itself, why not just let ourselves be that with ourselves? Right. You know, why not give ourselves that state of grace? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay, so... We got some. We got some meat out of that. We got, I think we got so. Some clarity, so. I that's think so. Good. Yes. So just a little bit um, of housekeeping. If you would like to read more messages from Love Itself or read more of um, my blogs, you can visit theheartsway.org to find more meditations or messages, um, or receive a sample chapter of my upcoming book, Your Indelible Worth. And you can also find links to Heart's Way on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter um, and some other fun, inspiring mugs and journals and posters at the Heart's Way Etsy store. Mm -hmm. So, yes, and that would be wonderful with Christmas. I'm not sure if this is going to air. I think it will right shortly before Christmas. You can get some fun gifts, too. Mm -hmm. So if you have questions, feedback, thoughts, things you'd like us to talk about, you can email us at janine at theheartsway.org. So today, for today, may you allow yourself to release the past and accept that you are in an eternal state of mm. grace. Mm. 